Hello everyone, and welcome to your Uncle's Beach House, episode 19. I'm Jackson, I'm joined by Em as usual. It's Gundam time. It's not. It's not it, Gundam time. I was, told, I was told it was Gundam time. I'm talking about anime. The only anime we talk about is Gundam, so... Uh, that's not true. That's not true today. Today we are joined by a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, hi, my name is Liv. I am back. We are finishing the fight. You and Rick are uh, now neck and neck as our three-time Beach House guests. <laughs> we gotta get There's an episode fight. together. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we're here to talk about Dirty Pair again. Yeah. Uh, after last year, around the same time, uh, we covered the original, sorry, the first Dirty Pair anime, uh, the 26-episode uh, <laughs> classic. Uh, we're here today to talk about uh, the rest of the first wave of Dirty Pair, which is, you know, everything but Flash, basically. Um, which means two OVAs, uh, a movie, and a 10-episode show called Original Dirty Pair, hence my hesitation when I said the Original Dirty Pair show, because just confuses everyone sometimes just called dirty pair 2 i guess yes yeah i mean the 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 actual anime is just called dirty pair again so dirty yes. pair again. they made it so that the italian broadcast could go to 36 episodes is that really why yes. that's great oh wow yes. fantastic <laughs> that is why it is what it is and it's just called dirty pair okay sure makes sense to me uh, we, we normally we do these things in release order, uh, and if you if you're watching along, the way you should watch these probably in release order is the first OVA, uh, which is Dirty Pair Affair in Norlandia, came out in '85. Uh, then the movie uh, Dirty Pair Project Eden is from 1986. Then the ten episode original Dirty Pair uh, is from '87 to in, or, yeah '87 to '88, and then in 1990 was the OVA Dirty Pair Flight 005 Conspiracy. We're not covering them that way, because the movie is the best thing here, and we're going to save it till the end. <laughs> yeah, God, the movie's so good. Mm. Um, so I guess we'll probably talk, we'll start with the uh, OVAs, uh, and that means that we're going to talk about Affair in Norlandia first, which uh, brings us to the question, why is Moogie black in this one? Um, I, I don't know. A choice was I mean, made. The, the answer is Moogie is like a Black Panther in the light novels, I assume. Yes. But it, he barely reads on screen. He is just a giant shape. Luckily, they changed that going forward yes. after this. Yes. Uh, but decision. Yes. Uh, Affair uh I guess we'll briefly summarize these, uh, <laughs> is they are tracking down a psychic girl who was lost when a plane went down in the forest side of a planet that is like just poisonous clouds aside from this bit of forest on one end and a city on the other. <laughs> How convenient. Um, the first of many uh, flights that are doomed in this set of episodes. Uh, going on a plane in the Dirty Prey universe is the worst thing you could possibly do. <laughs> yeah, I, I was worried I'd watched, I'd started watching the wrong OVA because like this is beginning with a plane disaster. Yeah, <laughs> this seems like a Flight Zero Zero Five conspiracy to me. Yes. Um, yeah, I also thought, well, did I pick the wrong one? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no I did have to look because the, the labeling of some of these uh, was not great. So I, yeah, but no, they just they just both began with a plane disaster. Yes. Uh, and so they go to the woods. They have a bunch of like trippy visions. Uh, they try to convince this young psychic girl to help them. She's got like reality warping powers uh, and is a little girl. So they do that by hanging out and having a sleepover for like three days. <laughs> Yes, and like a quarter of the movie. <laughs> yes, 
Uh, yeah, because it's only 60 minutes, so yeah. it's pretty short. Uh, what if a Star Trek episode just involved a 20-minute sleepover sequence? It's good. That part is good. Um, otherwise, this was pretty forgettable, I think. Um, it just kind of felt like an extended Dirty Pair episode, but like with like a, a horror slant, I guess. Yeah, yeah. There's like a vague horror slant. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely has like some Akira vibes to her psychic powers, uh, especially at the end where they just let the psychic kids destroy the planet once again. Dirty Pair have destroyed an entire planet of people. <laughs> yeah, there was um. There's just kind of like this long fight scene at the end that is mostly uninteresting outside of a uh, Yuri just having to like continuously run everywhere, which is pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This this one didn't leave me with too much to talk about, I think. Um, I don't know if anyone yeah, the, else. The final 15 minutes or so is like this extended Blues Brothers-esque foot chase uh, over the city as... Kay and Yuri are both huffing and puffing as they're one is chasing after the escaping bad guy and the other is fighting one of many Terminators that litter dirty pair. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, when there's always a Terminator. I think it's I believe there's a part where like Yuri just like just misses a train and then she has to like hop on the tracks and like keep running yes. and that made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, the the physical comedy stuff works really well here. Like I think. The weird thing about the OVAs is because Dirty Pair is, like, just made for 22 minutes, all of these, uh, like, these hour-long ones just feel long, feel yeah. a long, uh, not not as strong in the beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this, um, I don't know, there, I think the part that bugged me the most was probably the, some of these psychic visions that Kay has, because there's one in particular that... Has like some really oh, right. weird, like tentacle sexual yes, assault I, vibes. It's not uh, I, watched a, I watched this a month ago and forgot about this. Yeah, God, right. <laughs> um, so that kind of left. Uh, it was just kind of a disappointing note to like return to Dirty Pair on, I guess. Um, yeah, I was worried because I knew like we were going into OVAs, and I knew that these were not like the whole set of stuff we were watching today. Though conflicting reports on Project Eden was that these were not as beloved as the original show. So I was like, oh, is this going to get real skeevy? And that first OVA definitely suggests maybe it's going to get real skeevy. Yeah, because uh, it's unfortunate. Um, I think the interesting part of these. OVAs and the movie and the uh, uh, original um, Dirty Pair, just kind of like cycling all these different uh, creators. So, like, I believe the scriptwriter and director are different for each one of these, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. I think there's some attempt to like kind of take Dirty Pair in these different directions, which I appreciated. But in this case, I didn't really think it panned out, except for them trying to like get the girl to come hang out with them. That was very cute. Yeah, this is written by uh, Kazunori Ito, who also wrote Ghost in the Shell. Maybe oh. you've heard of it. I have heard of it. <laughs> Pat Labor the Movie 2. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> mm, less good. But Pat Labor the Movie 1. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For yeah, sure. Uh, I, I, thought, I thought that the first video was fine, and like um, 
very low impact, right? It was the most just, here's an OVA, uh, there's the barest setup of plot at the start, then an extended sequence of hanging out, and occasionally, you know, hit, hit, we can show their boobs now. Whoa! Mm. And then a big action sequence at the end, it's all done! Like, it was the most nothing, uh, but I guess if you just want another hour of Dirty Pair, it hands you back. It's not like a betrayal or anything. Yeah. Uh, it is the most like outright horny that these things yes. get that we're watching. So that's that's good, I suppose. For sure. Also, shout out to Nanmo. Only appearance is in this OVA. I was about to say Nanmo. <laughs> I forgot about uh, Nanmo. It, it's it's a real shame that they just got rid of him for the rest of all of this because I like him. He's like he's yeah. no Mookie. I get it, but come on. It's like uh, it's like I they just, had a it, fun R two D two C three PO thing going on. So it's yeah. Cool. It's it's weird that Nemo is not even in original Daddy Pair. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super strange. Um, uh, do you want to move on to Flight Zero Zero Five? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, so Flight Zero Zero Five conspiracy is nineteen ninety, and it is obvious that times have changed and anime is different instantly because uh, K and Yuri just look different. K's hair has never been so small as in this OVA. <laughs> it's the nineties now. <laughs> Yes. Uh the fashion's pretty good though. I'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good looking good And looking uh, yes, this is this is an adventure where they are going to uh there there's a plane that's been shot down and the computer has assigned them this task uh because the computer says that it's tied to this missing scientist who is making this strange fluid. Nobody knows why the computer thinks that because there's no obvious link, but they're like, I guess we'll just investigate. Um and then investigate that indeed the two things are related and a, a plan by the evil terrorist group known as Lucifer to create a new like energy thing out of this was supposed to be insulation fluid but it's not yes uh i really like this one um because obviously it comes after we'll, we'll talk about original daddy pad later but i feel like i like that a lot less than you um and so this just felt like a return to uh normal dirty pair to see it all off it's like it's the only one of these that is from the director of the tv show it felt just like a very long episode of the tv show it had all the characters felt right everything was nice the the mystery was interesting uh which is not true of a lot of the like plots here um like ferinolandia definitely has a nothing plot but sometimes dirty pair can just do a good mystery i uh i didn't like this one that much i thought it was kind of boring i Um, thought um it was it was pretty decent but i definitely felt the length <laughs> so yeah um i i like that they're kind of doing like a noir spin uh with this one um yes it, it's like it's got like a lot of like weirdly creepy like sound cues uh which was interesting um and i don't know i thought it was all right uh kind of dark for like a final send off for dirty pair but uh i had a pretty good time watching it Yes, this is the one where uh, everyone gets shot and has a ton of blood. I like yes. it. The 90s are here. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the thing I associate with 90s OVA is like gratuitous violence and uh, like naked people. But uh, this one definitely just has a guy's head explode, covers K in blood. When people get shot and they do a lot, it's always like just globs of blood coming out of them. Uh, yeah, it was. It caught me off guard. I feel like the violence in this actually caught me off guard. In that there's the scene um, midway through where 
uh danny who is like the the lad in this one with here's the handsome boy for this this one uh just gets shot in the face and dies <laughs> like 20 minutes in yeah and it's like whoa okay um uh and daddy pair being daddy pair it's like hard to thread the needle of giving the the like plot stakes right because it's a madcap yeah. comedy thing where everything yeah. is going to be fine and they'll blow up a planet or whatever but it's you know it doesn't matter um and um so i was surprised that they were actually able to uh give a sense of like danger in the the plot this one felt like the least uh played for laughs one in terms of what they were doing yeah but like this also feels like the least coherent there's like a whole subsection of this where yuri like a building explodes and kx like yuri's dead and then goes and like has a drink and that's when this danny gets shot in the head and then yuri shows up like it was a plan all along but there's like no discussion of why they thought they needed to do this plan or like any setup for it it's just a thing that happened i got, I got the impression that k genuinely believed that but it is extremely weird that yuri just comes back and then they proceed as if nothing happened um, yeah i, did, I like, assume it was like otherwise <laughs> yeah i assume it was a plan to get like more information out of danny and stuff i don't know why that would work i don't yeah. know why they why they would do that ruse <laughs> yeah um this also has a, a cool grandpa with some grabby claw hands in this uh ova and that part's great yes um, uh, because uh, because everything's because Dirty Pair is set up with these two are going to be all right no matter what happens. You have to litter every one of these with characters who are disposable, which involves uh, Grandpa with grabby claw hands. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, um, who sacrifices himself for his grand granddaughter and uh, his daughter and her husband, who are the people who the mystery revolves around. No, not Dick. Yeah, he just not dies. Dick. Yeah. And then it shows, like, Kay has this whole vision of, like, oh, remember Dick? Remember Danny? The two scenes he was in? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the fade out being a, like, a vision of these two dead guys that just don't matter was very funny. It's just such a yes. funny... It was the last thing I expected for, like, the final <laughs> Dirty Pair non-Flash thing to end on. Um, so I got a laugh out of that. <laughs> it's funny because, and we'll get to this with the movie, but the movie, like, actually does really well... Uh, with the emotional content in a way that a dirty pair doesn't yeah um, so to see them go for that but you know it's who's this fucking danny guy no one gives a yeah. shit <laughs> just plays yeah. his comedy danny and dick danny and dick r.i.p f's and chat uh yes it's 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 a lot also uh the little girl in this and there's a little girl in original dirty pair uh every time they draw a child they feel like they're from like a 10 years later anime <laughs> That's not true. There's that one child um, in the original Daddy Pair that's just Pla. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess she is also just Pla. Um, I appreciated that this the final uh, Dirty Pair uh, canon thing uh, finally tells us that we are in the United Galaxy. That's that's what this place is called. This this setting. Uh, it's I just, assume that would have been. I assume that would have been clear if we'd all watched, you know, like Crusher Joe or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also like that in this one, Yuri's wearing the original Dirty Pair, like the original show's costume. Yes. Like the yellow one. Yes. It's good. It's the good the fashion in this is definitely some of the best. Yes. Um, uh, no music, no like OP or ED for this one, really. It just kind of goes. Nope. 
Yeah, for sure. Same with uh, Fair of Nolandia, really. Yeah. Although I did like again, I thought the uh, the cues in this were like <laughs> surprisingly like uh, creepy, I guess. Uh, yeah. But they didn't really scratch that itch that you kind of come to get a repair for. But this is this is the one where their they their their room is bugged and they have to hide in the bathroom, right? I did yes. like that the bug was yes. just looked like an actual bug. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, the whole sequence of them, like, just being competent, like, you know, spy cops is good. Uh, I like it when they are allowed to do that, because the show is usually them just blowing shit up. Uh, but they, they can do their job sometimes. They solved a murder once. Yeah, yeah. I thought like the TV show had more of this. Yes. Um, which is why I said, yeah, it felt more like that in a way that... Um, I appreciate it. I enjoyed the investigation stuff in this. While it was a bit long and not especially like interesting in the plot wise, I did I did enjoy the tone of it. It was a nice mm-hmm. hour of Daddy Pair. Yeah, I generally agree. Uh so then we have original Dirty Pair, ten episodes. It's a, it's an actual ass anime. Alright. Um Kay's hair has never been bigger than in this show, and it's <laughs> glorious. Uh this is the show where Kay is clearly the main character. Um, there's no question about it. Uh, yep. No, I, th- I feel like all of these Yuri, the Yuri stands have been left in the dust. Yeah. Like, there's a Yuri episode, but it's about Kay looking at Yuri and going like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but first we have OP and ED, which, uh, I assume one of them let us in here on this episode. Yes, they did. Um, and we have to talk about the fact that, uh, you can't beat Russian roulette. You, you just, just can't. can't. No. It's not allowed. Uh, I I think I'm more high on the OP of this show than everyone else I know, but it's still not anywhere close to you know the original show. I think this is a perfectly average '80s OP. Yeah, uh, I, I was. Think, I think it's a little. I think it's. I'm a little higher on than that. I, I I think the song is fine. I do think the opening like animation and stuff is pretty good. Um, Aside from like yeah. a little, like some frames just fixating on their breasts for a second. Yes. Ah. Uh, the, the part with the like very like graphic design of the era cutaway, like you know things come into frame and in, like framed in neon triangles and rectangles. Yes. That stuff is awesome. Yes, that I liked a lot. Um, I cannot uh, remember the, the song in my head. Is though, fantastic. So. Or, sorry, the ED is fantastic. Yeah, ED is great. <laughs> yes. Uh, just nice, cute, uh, funny. I, yeah. I, uh, we never did find out what that weird little Godzilla man is in that window. <laughs> He's just chilling. <laughs> just vibing. Because uh, everything else is like, oh, that's like a reference to a character that you see in this show. But yeah. that one just kind of is there. Um, just checking out. I also love the Moogie Eye Catch. Very good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Moogie Eye Catch is great. So yeah, this is 10 episodes of just, you know, more dirty pair. Um, they're in white costumes now. As I said, Kay's hair is huge. Just enormous. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess this is where we're going to disagree a little, because Jackson, you didn't really like this show, and I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was fine, but it didn't... Like, so I didn't, like, not enjoy it uh, or anything. It was a fine show, but, like, it didn't have the spark of Daddy Pear. Everything felt just kind of this similar kind of madcap. Uh, there were standard episodes. The, the, the Space Casino with Asteroids one was great. Yeah, uh, and the, the Halloween chase one uh, yeah. was amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, but there was just nothing on the on the scale of everyone gets in the room and solves a murder, or it, it or the, these these rats are flying, 
thrown themselves from the, the skyscrapers. Yeah, I gen- sure. I generally agree. Like, I I didn't have a bad time watching these, and there's definitely probably three or four episodes I'd point to and be like, yeah, those are definitely mid tier dirty pair episodes, which means they're great. But I don't think any of them quite reached that like sense of escalation that I got from those original twenty six episodes. Like, yeah, there's nothing as good as that episode where they're just running around trying to catch that cat and then the cops are there and then just like everything just keeps piling on like even the halloween one it's just sort of these like discrete situations that don't really connect to anything else which it's still a pretty good episode but i i guess there wasn't anything here that quite wowed me like the best best episodes of the original all right i'm gonna i'm gonna make my pitch on the episodes i think are good okay. of original dirty pair and we'll talk about them. i'm gonna the measure them on a clicky to gold jeff scale <laughs> that's not fair because <laughs> even dirty pair can't replicate clicky to gold jeff <laughs> okay uh, so episode two is count us out ultimate halloween party multiple gangs dressed in halloween garb are attacking on halloween dirty pair there no one really seems to know what halloween is <laughs> anymore <laughs> uh k floats that it might be celebrating the birth of jesus um and it involves a just a citywide party fireworks show everything and they have to fight another terminator while everyone's dressed in costume so the terminator's hard to spot because everyone's in costume uh, which costumes include like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Ditarn, uh, just like actual ass Ditarn is there. <laughs> uh, there's a whole gang that is robots from sci-fi. So it's like Ditarn, C-3PO, Robbie the Robot. It's good. Yeah, that's yeah. just a C-3PO as well. Like they didn't even yes. try. <laughs> yes. The Ditarn one is labeled Ditarn, so you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and you know, there's like a whole rocket packed uh, chase through the city. Uh, the ending with fireworks framing the giant Terminator is just the, the Bowser fight in Mario Odyssey. Uh, they just did that. They put dirty pair in Mario Odyssey. Yeah. I like that. The, uh, the city people are, are just having a grand old time while the, all this is happening. <laughs> yes. Uh, you also get the amazing, like when they go to fight the Terminator, uh, Yuri's holding up giant, like mortar shell uh firework launchers and k is firing down into them to ignite the fireworks it's incredible (laughs) yeah Um, solid app yeah yeah uh episode three challenge to the gods we're not afraid of your divine wrath they fight a cyber pope They do. They do fight a cyber pope. That is they pretty infl- good. They infiltrate. They infiltrate a weird luddite colony of like religious cultists, and it turns out that they're being directed by a giant cyber pope that looks like a Scooby Doo monster, except it's a robot, and they fuck it up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. This I- one, I think, uh, might be one of my favorites, just in terms of yeah, like the sense of like them going from these like rural cornfields where this guy just seems to be like killed mysteriously when he starts talking about what's what's actually going on. Uh, yes. that's good. And then yeah, just ending in like this big space fight is yeah, I had a good time with this yeah. one. Uh, yeah, like the best I ask for my dirty pairs. The first half is like a space mystery Star Trek episode, and the second half is some action nonsense. And when I get that, I'm happy. That's what I want. Most of these episodes provide that. Yeah. 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 Uh, five, and then no one played, is about a gambling casino that is a giant orbital cannon that fires asteroids into the sun, and people bet on where the asteroids are going to hit the sun. And 3WA's best agent, a guy who seems to like just be like knockoff Ken Masters and knows Kung Fu, has you know gone rogue gambling because uh, he got the bug. 
And so Kay and Yuri have to spend all of the 3WA's money to infiltrate this casino, uh, play dress up, <laughs> amazing outfits. This one rules. This is just a very good episode. <laughs> Uh, they also, uh, again, destroy a planet. <laughs> Good. Absolutely. In, in the chaos of the, everything, uh, they, the orbital cannon gets turned towards a planet, fires an asteroid at the planet. Uh, planet is uh, basically nuked of all life. There you go. <laughs> Once again. That's daddy pal. The, the That's the third planet it. they have destroyed. <laughs> there's yeah. a bit. There's a bit in. There's a bit in flight 005 conspiracy where they're like, "Oh, 300 people have died. Like it's a whole, like a horrifically high number. Like <laughs> you two have killed three planets by now." The the obligation with which planets keep blowing up in this did begin to wear on me. It was really funny that first time. Mm-hmm. Um. Episode six, what? A surprise seaside wedding picnic, or a panic, sorry, not picnic, involves uh, Kay and Yuri infiltrating um, like a mob island, planet, planet, Uh, and Yuri decides to go in by uh, wooing the son of the mob, like Kingpin or whatever, and they fall in love and get married. There's a really good reference to uh, The Graduate. Uh, it all blows up. It's like got a bunch of like romance anime tropes of them like sitting on the, in, on the beach in the sunset, uh, being glamorous with each other. And uh, I think this might be my favorite episode, honestly. Um, th- that's fair. Uh, I like the chance of I'd like the chance of Yuri to just shine as like a shojo protagonist, uh, in this ridiculous situation where you know it's just going to end with them killing everyone, and it does. But uh, the minute the bit where they're like they're prepping for the wedding, Yuri's playing it really straight because they're being observed, and uh, Ghoulie and uh, Lady Beryl, who's like this old retired agent, show up for the wedding. Uh, their fake Q shows up and gives her a like brooch that is clearly going to fire a laser or whatever. Um, and Ghoulie's just beside himself, not understanding that she is in deep cover. It's it's all good. I love it. I, I did want to say you brought up this fake Q and <laughs> he just comes in in the first episode. Like we know this guy. I, I thought yes. for a second that he was like the the villain from the movie that, we're, that we'll talk he about. He does kind of look like the villain <laughs> yes. from the movie. In, in, that he, in that he is a Dr. Wily and he is here to give you some tools. Yes, but everyone loves him and I'm just like, where's Nanmo? But yeah, where's Nanmo? Yeah, the Nanmo? doctor now. Yeah, when Nanmo's not on screen, you'd be asking, "Where's Nanmo?" I, exactly. I usually am. <laughs> um, I like that K beats some up with a giant cross in this episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, I think the wedding stuff's really good. Uh, I just love it. That's all. Wedding aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's a cool wrestling episode. There's a lady who's uh, like a wrestler who's basically taking venom from Arkham uh, Asylum, getting huge. Everyone oh takes God. the drug and gets huge. <laughs> but she looks very hot as opposed to that game. Yes. Uh, not as good as the other wrestler, like the two, the tag team wrestlers who were, you know, doing crimes. In no, the, absolutely the original not. Show. But, uh, no. she's pretty good. I like her lackey with like this weird electric hair style he's got going on. Yes. Um, no, it, it was, it was pretty all right. Yeah. Uh, not a favorite episode, but in episode eight, there is an Ibo that just like has the plot in it. <laughs> The whole episode's around protecting this girl who's been in cryostasis, and they, they find out that her dog just has an audio log that has the entire plot in it, and it's very funny to me, yes. specifically. <laughs> yeah. Remember, they put, this, they put this dog computer on the evil CEO's desk, and he's just looking down at this dog as, like, a grown man's voice comes out of it, detailing that, no, he is the one who did the crimes. 
Um, and then he I'll, hears it and is like, yeah, no, I get with me. <laughs> I'll say that um, the the bit where, like, Kay is trying to get this little girl to like her is probably my favorite bit of, like, a character moment in any of these episodes. I, I thought yes. that was very cute. And then when the Kay, uh, the girl rolls at the end, it's adorable. Yeah, Kay's, just, Kay's uh, way of approaching and connecting with children is to do somersaults and handstands. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea, honestly. Yeah. Very cool. Uh Episode 9 is uh, the worst episode of Dirty Pair. Mm-hmm. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. It turns uh, into like you think, the worst you think, possible think You think version. the Dirty Pair is in Vodums would be the best pitch, but yes. it's actually the worst. Because <laughs> I saw that and was like, oh shit, these are some Vodums guys. And then it was just boring. Yeah, it's super boring for 22 minutes. And then it ends with Dirty Pair getting vengeance on the, the bad guy by trying to do like a char flies up to the uh, ship and fires bazookas into the cockpit. But they cut away from the part where they fire. It stops where they fire. Yeah. Yeah, they like uh, cowards. About they did not. How bad the war economy is. It's just bizarre. Yes. <laughs> yes. But uh, look, if if ten years ago Gundam could show someone getting decapitated with a bazooka, you can do it now. This is I, fair. Yeah, uh, that's the part of the reference that matters. Yeah, because they they it's clearly what they're doing. Like they walk right up to it, they basically salute this guy and say "adios, motherfucker" before they fire. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know why they didn't do it. Yeah, it's not like there isn't uh, violence in this. Uh, this, this, this is this episode is a lot of people getting shot and blown up. Also, like yeah, yeah it's pretty violent. Some guy episode. like suicide bombs himself. Yes, uh, ridiculous yeah. and bad. Uh, yeah. uh, and then the final episode, "Evil Speaks for Itself." Space Truckers has an extended Moogie and this old guy Han Solo Chewbacca bit <laughs> that is very good. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, just Force Awakens throughout this better than the Force Awakens this episode of Original Dirty Pair. That's not hard. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, the uh, end, but I do. I, the end of this oh, has the same ending as uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing I thought about was uh, the bit in um, Spy- Raimi Spider Man, where all the New Yorkers stand on the bridge and throw garbage. Yes. <laughs> Because all the truckers pull up to the Evil Space Station and throw their empty uh, trucking containers at the bad guys. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, don't, it also just has a K and Yuri dressed as like space truckers in the aliens' loader suits uh, being uh, cool. That part's great. The only good a- thing about aliens is this reference in Dirty Bear. <laughs> it's the um, second... Didn't, wasn't a, a Lotus suit in an earlier episode of Dirty Pair as well? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, in, in this OVA, I remember it being, but I, I watched them all uh, this week, so they were kind of blurring together. Yeah. You know, late 80s uh, anime, a good time if you want references to Star Wars and Aliens. I don't, but I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, fair enough. Playing video games means I can never, I can just never see a reference to Aliens ever again in my life. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally, that's <laughs> really fully out of it. <laughs> Uh, the statue of limitations discussion at the end of this is very funny where they're like, no, you, we don't have to arrest this guy. We like, because his statue of limitations has passed. And then they get on a ship and leave. And then they're like, Oh wait, we misjudged the time. We actually yes. should have arrested him. 
Yeah, and the guy's like, oh, they knew. They just did it out of the goodness of their hearts. Yeah. They weren't going to arrest me. <laughs> it's a good tag. And then they're like, what the? Wow, shit, we fucked up. And, and they're told off for this. That guy's my favorite night. because there's a there's a moment in the episode where they're like, you have to be doing something uh, other. You have to be doing this for something other than money. And they're like, no, absolutely not. We love money. And he's like, well, everyone's got their own secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every time they mention they're 19, are my brains like short circuits? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Same. Like, they're, no, they're not. They're like definitely a decade older than that. Yeah. Yep. Been living together for like years. They can't be 19. Yes. Um, Here's a gag I don't know if uh you appreciate it. It took me a couple, like, it had to happen a few times for me to realize it was intentional. But after the TV series, every time it shows up, the, the three WA headquarters and all of these is a different building. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Because the first time I was like, that's the wrong building. It was a very famous shot of the three WA headquarters. But no, they just do a new building every time and don't acknowledge yes. it. Yes. Yeah, it's good. really good. Um, a low-key visual gag. I did. I I believe we we skipped the episode where the the kids just abduct that military base, and it's just children running around with, with actual guns, and and uh, people are trying to murder the kids to get them to stop from blowing up the planet. I yes. I had a, I like that one a lot. <laughs> I was I was pretty down on that one. Uh, I uh, I thought the, the K anytime K is interacting with children, I'm having a good time exactly. specifically because mm-hmm. uh, she has no idea how to handle kids, and you know what? Fair enough. K is K is the uh, John Luke Picard we deserve. <laughs> there, there's specifically like a five year old child that is like given a, an assault rifle, and every time he fires it, it just like goes wildly all over the place, and that's probably the hardest I laughed out of any of these. But <laughs> mm-hmm. um solid uh yeah i mean i didn't have a bad time with these in general um no, i just don't know no, no, if no. i'll remember them in the same way as i do some of the best episodes from uh the original show but i i imagine like you know the wedding episode the halloween episode mm. uh the space truckers like that stuff will probably just meld into the things i remember out of dirty pair uh mm-hmm. like if if you told me that these were just 10 more episodes on the end of dirty pair i wouldn't not believe that okay i don't think they're that different I just, I just felt, ended up feeling like uh, they were always madcap in a very similar way. There was very, there wasn't much time for like smaller, like genre episodes apart from the um, casino one, right? That was like, oh, we're doing this thing. I think, the, I think the wedding one is pretty different, also. Yeah, that's fair. But the rest are mostly just here's some new characters on a like huge, we're gonna blow everything up action adventure. Sure, but yeah. how many episodes of Dirty Pair out of the twenty six do you distinctly remember as being interesting? Um, loads. Probably like silence. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's Clicky to Gold Jeff. Clicky to Gold uh, Jeff. Uh, there's, there's the cats. As there's the cats. There's uh, the Algernons. Yep. Uh, there's the the murder mystery. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's the murder mystery is the one where all the people disappear and then reappear. I don't even know what you're talking. That's about. That's the two parter right at the end when they they're like going to houses and investigate. That's like, like the the one that's most like police procedural. I don't remember what you're talking about. No, that, I like that one. Um, yes, thank you. I like I like the one where it's uh, the old people have the Terminator Man. And yes, I remember that one. <laughs> yep, that's it's the one uh, where they go to the planet that's you know just a western and they blow it up. Yeah, they blow up the planet. Okay, so six, seven, and I, so seven I, out of twenty six. I hold on. I like I like the final episode where they they wear those tiger masks and they uh, the the military people blow up their air balloon. 
that yeah they go to the to jungle <laughs> there's that one where they're, they're infiltrating the like uh the the, the cruises and the, the whole episode's an argument about the guy's chest hair and then he reveals that he's got the like perfectly smooth chest <laughs> at the end <laughs> Uh, there's that one where they're on that uh, flight and they're trying to figure out who the bad guy is. That's pretty good. Um, no idea. That's like what? 10. Daddy Pez great. Yeah. Okay. So 10 <laughs> out of 26. So if you get, if okay. you get three or four out of these 10, it's a similar ratio. But it's been a year. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it's fine. I think these episodes are totally fine. And, uh, memory has faded on the fact that plenty of the original shows episodes are also forgettable madcap roms. Well, I mean, so like that is fine. Maybe that is true. I'm not here to, you know, uh, really disagree with that, but I do think going from this to the pacing and tone of, uh, five conspiracy, um, that had like a more like, I don't know what the word is, but it, it felt more earnest in when it was doing its genre bits, right? In a mm-hmm. way that I felt the the show, the this OVA was doing it more. Just here are the comedy situations for the characters this week, um, which just it was just like very slightly tonally off for for Daddy Pad to me, which is um, like the mysteries are ser- they are serious mysteries. That's why they're funny. Um, so, so I, I don't know. I, I, it wasn't like huge. I still enjoyed these. But I definitely think the show uh, was on another level. Hmm. Okay. I just don't... I, I think these episodes are totally fine. That's fine. I think, I think they are of a, of a like with the original show. There are less of them. Uh, and we're gonna we're about to talk the, about the movie, which is significantly better. Uh, but, you know. Yep. Yep. That's true. God, the movie is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about the movie? Yeah. So yeah, we watched the movie, uh, Dirty Pair Project Eden, uh, which was directed by Koichi Mashimoto, uh, written by Hiroyuki Hoshiyama, uh, you know, came out November 28th, 1986. It is 85 minutes of Dirty Pair. And you know how we said 60 minutes of Dirty Pair is too much? 85 minutes of Dirty Pair, just right. Turning out, there is a real difference between like a movie and an OVA, even if those are similarly, you know, this is only slightly longer than the OVAs. Yes. Yes. Uh, Paradoxically, 90 minutes feels shorter than one hour when it comes to Yes, absolutely. Um, so Jackson, do you want to summarize the plot of this one briefly? Um, okay, so in this, it begins with like a scroll saying that the entire the entire Dirty Peg universe, ignored until now, runs on Visorium, which is yes. the uh, <laughs> the magic power MacGuffin of space. Um, and th- so they stop a bunch of Visorium smugglers. Then they go uh, they go to a mission to a planet, uh, a Gurna. It says here a Gurna. Um, uh, a planet rich with Visorium. Yeah, uh, they they are like there's like a 
been mysterious attacks on the mining operations and uh, a feud between the government and the workers uh, and they're fighting with each other and their dirty pair are sent to resolve this and figure out which side is at fault and get them to work together again so the Visorium can continue to be produced. Um, they investigate the like facility, uh, this abandoned facility that was attacked and try to figure out what's going on but they can't figure out what's going on and so they just kind of have a bath and then get run into by another investigator or a master uh, thief sorry i feel like you were underselling the part where they are in like a clearly haunted rundown oil factory and go into the bathroom and decide hey we're gonna take a bath here oh, yes <laughs> they do do that uh, but instead of being attacked uh by a mysterious monster they just uh, a man falls on top of them and his name is carson t carson <laughs> Yes. Uh, and you're like, oh, it's you from the unrela- otherwise unrelated opening scene of the movie. Uh, yes. As a guy, they just let go. Um, one of the one of the Visorium thieves. Yep. Uh, and together, uh, these these three investigate what's going on, and they find Dr. Watsman. <laughs> what they uh, do? The thing that happens, actually, is in the bathroom, they get attacked by xenomorphs. <laughs> yes. So there are also xenomorphs around. Uh, yes. And while escaping from the xenomorph, trying to figure out why the fuck are the xenomorphs here, uh, they they go to like a castle in the middle of this planet that's surrounded by uh, a grid of electricity, impossible to get into. Um, some video game bullshit. Yeah, some real video game <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but Carson DeCarson manages to get through it with their help, but then leaves it behind. They have to follow afterwards. They're both mysteriously in. You know what's going on here? Inside the castle is Doctor Watsman, uh, who. Is just Dr. Wily, um, but instead of building Robot Masters, he is trying to create Xenomorphs. Um, yeah. Because Xenomorphs are like an ancient race on this planet, and he's trying to like perfect the next stage of evolution of humanity or something. Doesn't oh, really yeah. matter. He, he wants yes. to make the Xenomorphs a hot lady. Yes. <laughs> um, and he's tr- he just can't he can't get the uh, the evolution the whatever to hold because the, the experiment's not working right um, and he will go on long and extended monologues about how important this is um, which just reads as them taking the piss out of literally every anime movie ever as someone has yes. a version of yeah. this exact but like serious um, they investigate they run into the middle of it they blow it all up um, and Carson D. Carson reveals himself to be a true hero he is searching for the rare the rarest bottle of wine that <laughs> is like the most expensive item because it's been brewed for for thousands of years um well it's like it's like 400 years old it's from world war ii it's free yeah, i i don't i forget when dirty power actually takes place but uh yes it is from our time or our yes. sense, like world war ii uh and he's he he lost it uh when he, like, he had it in his hands and it was stolen once and his only lead was this uh this one watch and this cyber arm um and uh how like how many people have this port on their arm so he's found them in watsman he's trying to find this wine and <laughs> they're like wait you were here for the wine you were here for the fucking wine <laughs> Um, yep. as uh, they get in like the way of the beam, all the xenomorphs activate, everything's blowing up, Watsman is not happy, uh, his, his butler guy is doing his best uh, <laughs> to fight for him. Carson D. Carson makes a brave sacrifice after being stabbed and walks in to like kill all the xenomorphs while finally in his last moments like taking a swig of the wine and it's very good uh they all fly away and then it's discovered that carson de carson has survived and they save him they all fly away and the day is saved and everything is fine until they realize 
uh, the, the xenomorphs have escaped and burst out of the ground in both the mining city and, like, the government city. And whoops! The Move end. Another planet. <laughs> the end, dirty pair. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Project Eden rules. Yes. So Project Eden, uh, I feel like the thing most people know is it opens with a James Bond-esque but 80s anime opening title sequence, Mm, um, which you have to go seek out and watch. It's incredible uh, and beautiful and good. Yeah. Uh, In general, this movie is visually, like, incredible and, like, often tied to music. There's a scene where they're flying to the abandoned, like, oil refinery thing where... uh, can Yuri are just on a skiff and there's just like a, an extended sequence where they're like dancing to music while they're driving there. Yeah. It's really good. It, this, this movie just looks like what every like vaporwave thing is like trying to do. And it's like extremely aestheticized, like YouTube videos or whatever. Like it's ridiculous. And uh, all these like scenes set to music, like it's literally just a music video where they like cut out the sound effects and it's just them like dancing with no other noises. And it, it's awesome. <laughs> It's like 25% yeah. of the movie is that stuff. Yeah. Dr. Watsman gets his own theme, which I'm sure has been dropped in already and is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And Watsman himself is always like extreme close-ups on this like super like spindly old man with giant goggles that reflect 800 pieces of information glowing in his uh, visors. And it's just incredible. Uh, they have the money for a mo- for a movie now. <laughs> yes. Uh, multiple costume changes. There's the Kane Yuri, uh, turn the bathrobes into like incredibly fashionable wraps yes. running out of the bathroom. <laughs> that, that stuff's good. Uh, at the end, they get incredible, like flight mecha missile suits, uh, which gives them the opportunity to just like fly around and shoot hundreds of missiles. And that part's fantastic. Also, it's a lot. Yeah. Th- the, um, the progression of the costume in this movie is great. Cause like they start out, it's dirty pack costumes and then throughout the movie they, they have like disguises and they go through multiple different costumes the whole time and then it's only at the end again they get back you know they it, they burst out with their new suit their new like upgraded version of the new suit it's a very cool moment yes it's upgraded dirty pair suits <laughs> it's ridiculous yes. they did that but for dirty pair yep uh bruno the uh you know the heavy dr watson's butler has a lightsaber yes. it looks like like a baton turns into a lightsaber yes. and then uh k gets the lightsaber like the original books where they have lightsabers the whole time uh that part's fantastic uh it's just a delight the movie's just a delight yeah i i this uh i was really surprised because someone had told me this movie was like not very good um and i don't remember who that was it was like a year ago now and they're mm-hmm. like oh you know when you watch the other ones like they're all bad unfortunately like you watched all the good dirty pair and they were wrong yeah no i had also heard that the movie was like bad and skeevy yes yeah, i mean maybe i, I mean, didn't the, hear that maybe that's I don't me think getting it's... my wires crossed I don't think yeah. it's the skeeviest because thing in it, the world, but there is definitely that scene where Carson falls on Kay and it's like, oh, did he grab their boobs? Um, yes. Yep. And they make like a crack immediately after that about like uh, like a transgender prostitute. And I'm like, okay, I actually need to go to sleep now. I will finish this movie tomorrow. <laughs> but it's like immediately after that, it's fine. But I that, forgot like, about that crack. Minutes. Yes. Yeah. The the part of them taking the the bath in the clearly haunted bathroom uh is extremely like I feel like meant to be a riff on that sort of scene in mm. any other anime like is definitely meant to be the parody of that stuff. Okay. Um 
and I think anyway, like they literally go to this like horrible place and inside is two pristine bathtubs for them to take a bath in. <laughs> yeah, no, Maybe it's you're definitely right. yeah. a joke. Yeah. Okay. I, and like, I mean, it felt, I was more inclined to like feel that, especially after uh, watching it directly after Affair in Alandia, which yeah. just has, which is much yeah. hornier, but without the like parody element to it. No, that's yeah, exactly what happened them one day after the other. And that was, uh, I was like, mm, I hope they're all not like this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, that's exactly what happened. I just wasn't like feeling as charitable, I think, um, for the most part. But yeah, no, mm. it's uh it's gorgeous. Like I I think um I'm interested to hear what you two think about you were talking about you thought the emotional content was strong. And I guess I didn't quite feel that with this, but I, I did like enjoy watching it a lot. Um I just I just enjoyed Carson D. Carson. <laughs> okay. I was it I think that the like so Dirty Pair is uh often and usually operating in parody but um the the when that is at its best is when the cool moments for you know the 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 episode where they are having that murder investigation inside that one apartment it's still good when they like figure out what's going on like it's a good satisfying moment and in this when that you know the the relationship between carson and Kay, uh the way it developed you know it was fine they they had each other at first uh he was obnoxious i was like who's this guy i'm not gonna like him by the end and then by the end he was doing his wine like like he's gonna drink the wine and you know he's you know he's gonna drink the wine and they hold on him drinking the wine for so long you're like when's he gonna do it he's holding the wine when's he gonna drink the wine he fucking does it throws it away (laughs) goes in it's cool it's just that and good (laughs) and like not a joke i mean it's you know it is a joke but um it's not like laughing at you know it just it knows this thing is cool because it it likes doing it Uh, and it was good to see the thing i mean i don't think i'm as high on the carson carson's of his jackson is but the thing i do like is dirty pair is like defined by disposable men in like the inverse of the norm Mm -hmm. of these sorts of animes and like that's that's good on its own but it's nice that for the movie they actually include the one guy that they're into that i think is as cool as they think he is yes um like he's also a nerd or whatever but like the dirty pair goofs like they need to have someone to play off of who's also a goof but he's like also like a good roguish hero that has motivations that are fun is not super skeevy he gets to sacrifice himself and then still survive which is better than if he had just sacrificed himself uh i think that like reveal that he no he's fine also actually is really good um there's a bit on the skiff where they have him like handcuffed and he's like well if you shoot me i'm not gonna be able to tell you anything you can't shoot me and then he like outwits them and like almost escapes except for the part where he's handcuffed on a skiff so he can't actually do anything and almost dies the the stuff where he keeps trying to ditch them but then they just catch up to him anyway is pretty funny yes (laughs) yeah i think he's just a good foil like you know if if the dirty pair need a third person to hang around with uh, i think he's like the best possible version of that i guess to me this I guess for all of this, uh, this stuff we're talking about uh, in this episode, um, I guess I felt like Yuri was sidelined a bit, and that made me sad yeah. slightly. And I, I blame yeah. that on Carson, but maybe that's not fair to you. I mean, I think it's very clear the show doesn't know what to do with Yuri as much as they like Kay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like the original show, I feel like balanced them pretty well. But by now, I feel like they know who the fandom loves, and uh. so they just make Kay episodes. <laughs> Yeah, that checks yeah. out. Yes, no. Uh, this is Yuri's just there, like she's there and cool and part of the team, right? It's not like she's not in the movie, uh, but she does not have an arc in the way that they, you know, they give Kay a little story here with Carson. Yeah, Carson. no, she's yeah. Kay's foil now. Yes, yes. Uh, which is a shame because she's great. Uh, yeah, like I like in the in the uh, gambling episode and the wedding episode, like Yuri gets a lot to do and that stuff is really good. But yeah, it's, this is all Kay's show. This entire set of things that we're looking at for sure. 
um, which I like hay, uh, so oh, I was yeah. happy. But I understand if you're the the Yuri stan, uh, there's not, you know, <laughs> poorly fed. Maybe I am. Maybe I am the Yuri stan. Yeah. I mean, she does solve that murder all on her own, and that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this movie's great. Even if you don't watch all of Dirty Pair, you got to watch this movie. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a gorgeous. Movie. Yeah. It is gorgeous. God. It's just hard to downplay that. Like, yes. uh, especially I think the opening like 15 minutes where mm-hmm. it's just opening opens and like people are just like skiing down mountains. Like it's this whole resort thing. And like, it's just the coolest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and, yes. and then it all blows up and it looks amazing as like the whole station disintegrates and like all the pieces fly everywhere. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that entire uh, station at the start is a lot. Yes, because yeah. it begins with that opening montage where it's just like, oh, here's all the people. We're at, you know, we're in Macross City or something. Like it's <laughs> just oh, all the the eighties movie budget. Yeah, it has like yes. that same effect as like um the Macross movie, but like it's just good and good. It, it, yeah, it's it, good. like <laughs> it like leans into the aesthetic in a way that's actually helpful. Um. As opposed to that, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Um, that only raises questions with me about so how popular is Daddy Pair? Because I understand that the books were fairly popular, and you know it's based on I know Crusher Joe's the same author, and that's like another thing was okay, licensed popular. But the show got cancelled, but it like won a bunch of you know I know it was popular with I I can look on Wikipedia and it was as popular as Zeta when it came to like Animage Awards, but that's just oh, wow. nerds voting, so who knows what how <laughs> watch things. Um, I just I think it's like one of those things that like the old heads remember and that's it, right? Sure, but then the question is raised that you know they made they made the show, it got cancelled, they put the last two out on DVD or VHS at the time, I guess DVD. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but then it gets this movie a year later, and it's it, this is clearly an expensive anime movie. Yes, like somebody spent some money on this one, uh, which I assume wouldn't happen for a cancelled show. Um, I mean, it's anime in 86, right? Like, and also, like, Gundam got three expensive movies. That was a show that got canceled. No one cared. That had toys. No one's buying Daddy Pie toys. Yeah. I mean, like, there's probably, there was probably fandom demand, but you don't see, like, an extended modern fandom even in Japan for Daddy Pie, right? Like, at least I don't. Like, I'm I'm not, like, super plugged in, but they'd make more of this if there was a demand for it. Yeah, I guess there's only that like new manga that looks bad. Yeah, there, and that's from 2010. Oh, that's not even recent. Recent? No, it only came over here this year. Uh, okay. Or last year. But yeah, that's that's been it. Yeah. Uh, they, like they're making they make um the novels. Like there was a novel from two years ago. None of those have come over. Like the one before that was 2007. Uh, so. Yeah. Is yeah, what it know. is, I guess. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not like I'm like, oh, they should make more Daddy Pair. What is no, there is good. They shouldn't make more Dirty Pair. Can you imagine trying to make Daddy Pair today? Balance, I don't think. <laughs> I think the balance of like a show that is about two cool women that are like attractive but not exploited and get yeah. to go on cool adventures that just like play the adventures as like you know fucking you know visually rich genre bending Lupin style stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. that, they, that show just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and yeah. and like the look and feel of it just feels so indebted to the '80s that I don't think you could really yes. replicate that now without it being like this self-aware pastiche thing that would probably suck. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Flash tried to go the other way, and it doesn't seem like it 
has much of a you know fan base or whatever so i doubt that really panned out um i don't know yeah yeah i don't know um, i will watch flash as well yep yeah i probably will at some point i'm yeah. not like super jumping to do that but same 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 same, same. yeah because there was some talk in our discord about like who would you get to direct like modern dirty pair if you wanted and i think the closest i could come was sayo yamamoto who did uh woman called fujikamine but even that show is like too wrapped up in like fujikamine as like a sexual character for what i want out of dirty pair mm-hmm. but that could be walked back i think i assume the if you did dirty pair uh it, that wouldn't come through because like the ways in which Daddy Pair are like sexual characters in these, they've, ne- they've never actually been actively horny beyond, oh, that's a boy. Like, sure. Uh, but you just think of where anime has gone with this sort of stuff, right? Like, yes, but I'm saying if you got like a self aware uh, director about it, like, I, from what I've seen of Lupin, Fiji Community is like a more plays into like a seductive femme fadal t- type in some of the episodes. Is that true or not? Yeah, that just, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way that the Daddy Pair just don't. They're just. They're just not those characters. Yeah, the thing I the thing I don't want though is for them to try to make it look like the eighties. I'd rather they just mm-hmm. make what modern like make the most extravagant modern anime version of Dirty Pair. Yeah, but you got to spend the money. You got to spend <laughs> you the have money. To. Uh, and uh, uh, I demand a Moogie plushie. It's yeah. just uh, and we'd like Nanmo back, please. <laughs> yeah, please bring Nanmo back <laughs> while we're making these demands. Uh, Nanmo, uh, much like the the Gonk Droid. Yes. Absolutely. God. Um, yeah, no. D- a dirty Pair's great. I'm glad that we finally saw all of it. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, it was a good time yeah. this week. Uh, yeah. Um, always good. So I guess that's it. Uh, unless anyone has final thoughts. Uh, no. No, just go Dirty Pair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, we don't have a full like set schedule for our next beach house. I think the next one will be at the end of next month, where we'll be watching the anime uh, Haibanmei Renmei, um, which uh, I don't know anything about other than someone requested it. So look forward to that. We'll keep you updated on GGP episodes where those are coming. That's usually when we talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple of movies. We have like a Gamera movie coming up and something else. I think those are a couple months from now, though. So yep. Um, nice. That's it. Uh, Liv, where can people find you online? You can find me at No Love Deep Trans on Twitter. And yeah, that's about it. All right. Uh, Jackson, plugs. You can find me at headfallsoff on twitter.com. You can find the podcasts uh, that we do at abnormalmapping.com. There's a whole bunch of them there, uh, including Abnormal Mapping, which is a game club. Very soon, we will be releasing our episode on Disco Elysium. Um, yeah. The recent RPG. Um, that came out last year. Uh, much discussed. We're gonna have a good episode. If you, if you if you want another version of what it's like when cops fuck up too much, Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's basically the same thing as Daddy Power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dirty you can find RPGs. me on Twitter. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. Uh, this podcast and all the podcasts you can support at Abnormal Mappings Patreon, patreon.com slash abnormal mapping. For $1 a month, you get the Great Gundam Project where we're wrapping up G Gundam, wrapping up Ghost of Cell Standalone Complex. <sighs> yes. Gundam Wing is barreling down the pike, so please look forward to that. I'm excited. Uh, it's time for some, to go back to space to have some real ass Gundam. Uh, so I need it. Yeah. I need it. 
I'm uh, right now. And there's other there's other rewards there. You could be on an episode yourself and tell us what to watch, and we'll also talk about old anime with you. So that's right. Things like that. Um, well, thank you, Liv, very much uh, for being on the show. No problem. Glad to be here. Cool. Uh, and with that, goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time when we come back with more anime. Amaro. Amaro.